stand up in the fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel, a chapter from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. May His blessing be on us of our teacher David the prophet and king may his blessing Solomon offer to God the sacrifice of praise and you pay your vows to the most high the sacrifice of praise will glorify me and that is the <coughs> way wherein I will show to him the salvation of God Savior of us all, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, glory be to forever and ever. Amen. And when the eighth day were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons and behold there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon and this man was just and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see this before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentile and the glory to, of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be broken against yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now there was one and a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher, she was of the of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from the, her virginity and this woman was widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple but served God with fasting and prayer night and day and coming in that instant she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem so when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord they returned to Galilee to their own city Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, today the church is celebrating one of the Lord's feasts, <coughs> which is the circumcision of our Lord Jesus Christ.
But before we start, let me share with you the words of Saint Jerome. Is saying, in case we intend to become the Lord's inheritance and portion, and this is our aim in our spiritual life, let us be strong and courageous. In which way? Let us have nothing weak, nothing shaken, and nothing unfit to be inherited. He's telling us when the Lord was in the flesh, He restored every fallen part of our nature, and it's time to reclaim all this inheritance here in, on earth and then the fullness of it in the second coming. Let us have nothing weak, nothing shaken, and nothing unfit to the inheritance. Back to the feast of circumcision we read today from the Gospel of St. Luke chapter 2. And in fact the circumcision is only one verse. And then the other verses are the presenting of the child Jesus to the temple on the 40th day of his birth. But there were two different people on that day, which is Anna and Simeon. Let us focus today, if we are, whoever the number today, what is the case for every one of us if we are in the temple of God, in the church of God. But before speaking about the temple on that day, let me remind you with what the Lord has done on that day. It says in Mark chapter 11, verse 15-17, On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves, and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple court. And as he told them, he said, It is not written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. This is the status of the temple on the days of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, this was 30 years or 33 years after his presenting him in the temple, but it wasn't too much difference from this time. But when we think the temple was full of priests, and Levites, which is like deacons of our days, but all of them misused and abused the temple. All of them were using the temple for a different purpose. Even those who were called worshippers on that day, they were there to do something differently from worshipping God Himself. And by all means, Jesus was there. But how many of them recognized His presence? Going back to the day of presenting his body, we'll find a man who was waiting for the consolation of Israel. If you imagine that Christ, I'm not imagine, if you believe that in a few minutes we'll have the real presence of the body and blood of Christ with us on the altar. And we say it many times in the fraction, Behold, a man is amongst us now with his real body and with his real blood. Do you feel his presence? Is his presence doing something different to you, or it is just a habit I am in the church every Sunday? This man was different. If we go to from verse verse 25, now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. Would you like to to, to feel the presence of Jesus in your life in the church today? Ask yourself, am I walking in a righteous way and I'm devoting my life to him or not yet? He was waiting for the consolation of the... He is coming before God with a certain expectation. 
coming to receive something from the Lord, coming to be converted in a way or another, or to have his own special conversion every time before the Lord is presenting his case and the Lord is healing him. And the Holy Spirit was on him. According to our Coptic tradition, Simeon was one of the 70 elders who translated the Septuagint from the first Greek translation from Hebrew to, to, to Greek. And he was responsible for translating the book of Isaiah, especially chapter 7 verse 14, where it says, Behold, the virgin shall conceive. And he doubted the words and he tried to make it uh, a young woman will conceive. And then he had a vision for three nights that write it as it is and you will see it by your own eyes. And that's why he was asking God to dismiss him on that day because my eyes have seen your promises are fulfilled in my life. So this man was led by the Holy Spirit from day one. And again, if you'd like to hear or to feel the presence of Christ, we should be always filled and led by the Holy Spirit and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit again it is not your own imagination it is not your own daydreaming it is a personal revelation by the Holy Spirit it was revealed to him by the Spirit he had a dream according to our tradition but it was a real dream it was not daydreaming or imagining something would happen that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah moved by the Spirit. So those, or this person was totally different from those who were selling and buying and doing all sorts of abuse and misuse of the temple. There was someone who was different. He was always moved by the Spirit. He was sitting in the, in the temple, but he is not going to do something from his own mind. Only if the Spirit is directing him to do it. And then he went into the temple courts when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required. He wasn't a priest, he wasn't a Levite, but he was a man led by the Spirit, moved by the Spirit, and waiting the consolation of Israel. So by all means, this man was waiting for this consolation. What I am waiting for this, this morning in the church. And what I am looking for in my relationship with God this morning. Then he started to have his own famous prayer which we pray every day in the Agbaya in our church. Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. Why? Because it has been fulfilled. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which have prepared in the sight of all nations a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. A light for revelation. Again, what you heard today is not new, but you have the right to claim it from the Holy Spirit to be your own personal revelation. And it might be just words, a story, we know it years ago, but it could be a revelation if you would like to communicate properly with the Holy Spirit. And when you receive Christ at the end of the liturgy, tell him, make it a personal revelation for me. And then, which is very amazing, this man, blessed Virgin Mary and Joseph. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel. Always when we hear someone teaching or preaching, we'd like to hear good news, which is always good news, but without any separation. 
The good news here, he is there he, to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel. There's always dispute between light and darkness. There's always conflict between truth and lies. The second woman was Anna from the tribe of Asher. Those who attended as a New Year's Eve heard about the blessings of the tribe of Asher. And this one lady or this widow was one of those who were blessed with the blessings of the tribe of Asher. And now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple but served God, was fasting and prayers night and day. Again, we are not telling to everyone, go and stay in the temple day and night and fast and pray. But we are asking ourselves, if we are in the church, are we fasting properly and praying properly according to a real devoted heart or just we are following the stream? And the most sad part of the story, if even we reject to be with the stream, if the church is colonizing a fast or a prayer, everyone has his own excuse. But this lady was there fasting and praying, not departing the temple for 84 years, worshipping the true God. And she was telling everyone about the coming. In, the, in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of Him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. They were only two different people. Again, she was not a Levite, she was not a priest or priestess, there was no priest, priestess at that time, but she was a devout lady waiting for the consolation of Israel. If you imagine today, the Lord is looking to our hearts. And we are not too big as the temple was. How many hearts he will find differently from anyone else. I'm not coming for a habit. I'm not coming just to attend the liturgy. I'm coming to feel and to sense the presence of the Lord. Your son and your daughter who are sitting beside you, he can see and sense the presence of the Lord in your life. Or the opposite. You are alien to the Lord and you are just acting as a Christian from outside. He can see this also in you and in me. The Lord is telling us it's time to recognize that every single feast of the Lord is a real meeting between us and Him. Maybe one or two felt Him on that day. On that day. He is asking me and you how many of you are going to be in real touch in real uh, relationship with me today and to see that he can communicate with us in a different way in the way that he lo- lo- he's longing to it for us and for every one of us finally St. Augustine said let my heart and my tongue praise you and let all my bones say Lord who is like you we can't say it unless we have the heart of, of Anna or the heart of Simeon let them so say, and you answer me, and say unto my soul, I am your salvation. The Lord is telling you, and me, I am your salvation. Don't look around you, don't look outside, don't look to anyone else, because I am your own salvation. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.